Welcome to Hooping This On, Season 2, Episode 46, where we watch Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, new Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. Robert Kitts. James. Um, Harrison Hoffman. Camaxo. <laughs> what? There was a guy on the show named Camaro. All right. Now Hell of a name. Okay. So it, it seems to not be Queer Eye for the Straight Is guy. Is it just it's Queer? Just queer Eye. Queer Eye. Yeah, I I like went too far, and I uh, should we pull? Should we roll it back? No, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows this is a sequel to the original Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Um. So has any, did anyone watch Queer Eye, the original version of Queer Eye? I did not. Like us or just like the general pop? Us. us. Like oh. Okay. I'm assuming people watch people the show. Did? Yeah. People cool. in the world definitely watched the original Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. It was a really popular show at the time. It was yeah. in the zeitgeist. What, when wow. was that around? Like 2002? It was early 2000s. I'm, I'm going to say, like, I probably, you know, my mom was watching it and I watched five minutes. And then I was like, I don't know. I'm going to go play N64. I'm going to go <laughs> play Majora's Mask. I think I, were, I was definitely too young to, like, care. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I I definitely wasn't watching it at the time, but I do remember it being like a pretty popular show. I do I do remember that too. Right. According to IMDb, it was on from 2003 to 2007. Okay, so I was playing GameCube, not N64. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the description of the show, uh an all-new Fab 5 advise men on fashion, grooming, food, culture, and design in this modern reboot of of the Emmy award-winning reality series. There you go. Now we know Emmys. It, it Emmys. got Emmys. At least one. Holy shit. Can't believe it. So, like, having never watched the original, I like that the, it's not just, you know, a fashion makeover, but it's like a makeover your entire life. For sure. Like, I was I was kind of expecting it to be mostly a fashion kind of makeover thing, but it was like, yeah. Oh, it was everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wardrobe, I mean, that was apartment makeover, like, cooking. Nutrition. Yeah. I, I feel like Mattress. parts of it are like a little thin. That mm. like I don't know if they're well. Like, they don't really add a lot to the show. Like like here's the thing. Like each like each one of like the five things that they're supposed to be doing is a whole other reality show in and of itself, right? I mean, yeah. there, there's a whole reality show about makeovers. Definitely, there's a whole reality show about teaching amateurs to cook. There's like a yeah, whole but all reality those shows show. Are boring. There's like, a whole reality show about cutting hair. I mean, there's like all, there's shows about the living all these spaces things. stuff. Yeah, like living space home stuff. home renovation. Like it's basically in, but like when you try and shove all those things into one episode, there's just a lot of stuff to cover, and it's not like the depth that we're used to on a, on a bunch of these things. Yeah, but one of the initial shots of this show was like a raccoon walking <laughs> across the road. So I'm glad we had some time for that. Can I be- hear your best uh, John Taffer impression <laughs> saying there's a raccoon in the road? <laughs> there's a raccoon in the bar. Wow. <laughs> there's so a raccoon bad. in the bar. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't do any better. <laughs> uh, if you weren't aware, we watched uh, Bar Rescue, Bar Rescue, yeah. where there was a little literal raccoon. <laughs> You can't say bar. raccoon on this show. That's just, that's just what's going to happen. You got to <laughs> say raccoon. What else? That's what, it's, what it is. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's great. It's so great. what I would say, what sets this apart from, uh, you know, all of these shitty learn how to cook and learn how to fix her up is uh, there's sort of characters that stay with you. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. every care, every person in the show felt very real and very like earnest about helping this person. One guy I'm not so sure was real. Actually, no, I'm sure he was real, and that's the most horrifying part. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking well, about. Well, at least they felt like earnest in trying to help. Yeah, that's true. So like, whether they were playing up some sort of character to be in the Fab Five or not, you know, I'll the, look the other way. There were, there were varying degrees of hamming it up. Like yeah. some people just came across as very just real and genuine and stuff. And, and some people like wanted to help, but also were real busy hamming it up way too much. There's definitely a lot of shots of them having fun in this episode <laughs> too. Yeah. Is it time to talk about those interstitials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so the show starts. It is not time to talk about the interstitials. Yes. <laughs> the show starts. If you're we'll wondering, Rob. We'll get to that. I guess, we're, I guess we'll come back to that one. <laughs> we'll show, be right back, folks. <laughs> show the show starts by they, you know, give this main, what was the main guy's name? Tom. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. He, like, go, they, like, have a slight interview with him. And then the Fab Five come and look at his, like, home. So tell us a little bit about Tom. Tom is from Dallas, Georgia, and he likes cars. Mm-hmm. Like classic cars. Classic cars. And he owns a classic car. He does. Some 1937, I think. 37. Pontiac. Sure. I think. His car? I could have swore Ford. Yeah. But Max, tell us about his car. Did not resemble a Pontiac to me. I thought so it was a Ford. maybe it was a Ford. I don't know. It was, like it was a classic Ford. car. Moving on. Uh, and he has this... Great! He has this giant beard. He wears a baseball cap and jorts, and he has <laughs> he no com- the jorts. And, and he, he has no confidence when this show starts. What's his favorite drink? <laughs> a redneck margarita. So, tell us a little bit about his post-work routine. For, no, 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 no. What is a redneck yeah, margarita? What the hell is we this? Go no, I, it's 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 part it's part of it's part of the post-work routine though. Okay, fine. Okay. Oh my god! A redneck the margarita re- is tequila and Mountain Dew. But Ugh. what he does every day when he gets home from work is he's like, he's like, I get home, I make myself a redneck margarita, and it shows him mixing this big thing of Mountain Dew with this thing of tequila and this gigantic mug It's that at least a liter, probably more than a liter. It's huge. And then he goes out in his back porch and drinks this gigantic redneck margarita and smokes cigarettes outside while he watches TV through the open door to his place. And he loves it. Oh, he definitely he loves it. He couldn't be happier. Yeah, he's oh, very yeah. excited. So this is a very weird apartment. Yeah. Let's, let's go over this. It's a somewhat studio. So he lived yeah. like the TV is like living area and the bed are all in the same room. Mm-hmm. But it looks like the kitchen is in a separate room. Yeah. And the bathroom yeah. and closet are also in separate. It's rooms. really unclear what the living situation is. Like it seems like he's either in like a multi-bedroom apartment of which he has like one bedroom of it or it's like a duplex or something. I wonder kind of if he shares that kitchen. Like if it's just like that's his room. Right, and that's he what lives I'm saying. Like people. it might be like a multi-bedroom apartment situation where he kind of has his bedroom, living room stuff in his room and then shared kitchen and bathroom or something like that. Maybe. I mean the bathroom was right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I feel like maybe the so on the outside, there's a bunch of stairs to go to the second level. So res- you have to mm-hmm. assume the second level is definitely rented by somebody else. Yeah. Level so for maybe sure. they like share the kitchen. Yeah. But they definitely threw out a bunch of stuff. So like, <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, they definitely just like cleaned house. Like for one, got rid of all his furniture. 
Got rid of his furniture, got rid of his clothes. Including <laughs> his favorite piece of furniture. Tell us about his favorite piece, his oh, favorite piece of furniture. Oh, man. This guy loves him a good old recliner. And he's had this recliner for many years. I think it was his ex, his first ex-wife bought it? Let's go with first ex-wife. I think okay. he, he was One saying and first other. and second at the same time. Yeah, he was very confused and mixed up. How many ex-wives has he had? There's at least two. There's, There's three. three. Okay, see, at least two. So we got three. <laughs> uh, still right. Um, this chair has got some wear and tear on it. And it's, it's a bit greased up. Not looking very good. So these guys come in and see it. And they clearly don't like it. So like, we're getting rid of that chair. So I think they blindfold him or something and take it out in a truck and make him throw it in a dumpster. That's such what happened with his favorite chair. <laughs> These guys are kind of heartless when you think about it. Uh, so the chair had a bunch of stains on it. Like, it wasn't it just was, like an old recliner. Good. It was like stained. It, it was looked pretty gross. It looked looking. very gross. Uh, but that reminds me of uh, a sitcom some people know as Frasier. Where Fraser's dad moves in and he brings his ugly ass chair. <laughs> it's not stained, it's just like ugly. Yeah. And it's there the whole show. <laughs> Is that like his chair? Like he's yeah. in? Oh, okay. So wow. like he's it's a recliner reminds me so much of this. <laughs> Fraser's dad's chair looked better than this chair. Yeah, I mean it's just like this was like a leather chair with a bunch of stains in it. So like it looked bad, but I don't think Frazier's dad's chair looked all that good or all that comfortable to begin <laughs> with. Dude, Tom looked very comfortable in his recliner. Tom was very happy in that recliner. He got in it, fully laid back. Oh, oh the smile, smile on his face. Oh, he loves it. Huge smile. I liked when the one guy smelled the chair and everyone else was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they asked him if he ever sat in the chair naked. He said no. Yeah, and none him. of them they, believed. They, yeah, they did not. So they, they also got rid of his bed. So they went bed shopping. That was a whole thing. Well, that so, took way too long. So he, when he broke up, when he got divorced from his last ex-wife, uh, she took their mattress with her. So he was left with no mattress. So instead of going and buying a new mattress, he bought um, some used mattress off of Craigslist or some kind of situation. Yeah, I think is, his words were he said he bought it offline. Yeah. But, you know, online. Yeah. Uh, no good. boy, no. Bobby was not not a fan of the buy a mattress on Craigslist. Option. No, no, I mean, how much? What he, they never explained what he did. Like what Close his, his job was. Like yeah. I don't know how much money he's making. He in. looked like he was like some kind of construction or something. I want to say no. Like, they, they really like didn't touch. Truck. They yeah. Well, no, like, yeah, no. You're right. That truck or something like some kind of dump. When truck they're situation. explaining his like post work routine, they're just like, yeah, I go and dump all this gravel off over this place, and yeah. then I drive home and I get this redneck margarita. Hmm. <laughs> get me a jumbo Texas redneck margarita. I was like, he, oh, it, man. he also called it a jumbo yeah Texas margarita yeah. instead of a redneck margarita. It's really good. Oh man, because in Dallas, Georgia, it feels very close to Texas. Yeah, like during that part of the show, they kind of skipped over it. But apparently, he loves to go to like the same restaurant and order guacamole all the time. Uh, I don't the, remember that. the beef supreme and the jumbo Texas margarita. Right. <laughs> no. So they skipped over the whole guacamole thing because later in the show, they teach him how to make guacamole, and they're like, "Oh, we realized this was like one of your favorite things to order." So we'll we'll figure we teach you how to make it. So now he, that's one of his things he learns. He learns how to make fresh guacamole. Um, and Man, I guess now I want some guac. Man. I guess before we move on from the intro, is he would his catchphrase? I guess was you can't fix ugly. Yep, you can't. Which is yeah. the name of the episode and kind of the through line through the whole thing. That's right. 
Um, so after the intro, they don't do a really great transition job here. They're just like, hey, you want to go, you know, clothes shopping? No, the, the transition was great because, well, like when they first meet him, he's at a restaurant with like a, a, table oh, with a yeah. ton of people and they just like roll in and like grab him and pull him <laughs> out of the restaurant. <laughs> that I mean, was really weird. That was obviously staged, but the rest of it didn't seem super staged. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. But it was just like, it was, I thought it was weirdly staged. Like, why, like, it, it didn't seem like a very natural transition. Unnet, like, like they could have just showed up at his house and. Or he could have just been like outside the restaurant and they're like, hey, we're here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that would have been just as effective. I don't want, yeah. The framing of that is weird. I don't, it wasn't bad per se, I don't think. That's true. Uh, and then they show like they talk to his friends a bit. Oh yeah, there was the one friend who's like, I don't want him to hear this, but let me say on TV, <laughs> he's got to get his act together. <laughs> he's got to get his act together. Yeah, what they do you think that guy, guy was implying? I think he's implying that he's that you know yeah. living your life just drinking redneck margaritas every night is not the not the way to go. Get mm. your life together. He's got to get it together. But there's redneck margaritas, so. Max, would you rather have guac or redneck margaritas right now? What's the question? Would you rather have guac (laughs) or redneck margaritas right now? I'm really feeling the guac. Mm. So I've definitely mixed er, Mountain Dew with other liquors. I might have been tequila. I don't really remember. It's been a long time. Not good. It can't be good. Mountain Dew is not a good mixer for alcohol. I have a fun fact about Mountain Dew for you. Whoa. It was originally created as a mixer for alcohol. Yeah. It does not work well for that. Really? Really and truly. Who made who Pepsi? Uh Dr. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Dr. Mountain Dew. Dr. 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 Dew. Dr. Dew. Yo, that could totally be a drink. They already have the Dr. Pepper brand. Just mix in the Dr. Dew. So that sounds like a bad combo. That sounds like a really James, bad combo. Give me your best pitch for Dr. Dew. What is it? So you got those 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper, right? Yeah. Well, uh, we crammed another like 30 flavors of Mountain Dew together. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Dr. Dew. <laughs> I don't think more flavors equals better. Hey. Uh, <laughs> they took the 23 of Dr. Pepper around like all day, so more has got to be better. So right? now you have 24? Now you got like 30. I don't know. Chris, you ever Where use one you? of those crazy Coke <laughs> machines that you can put as much soda as you want yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More flavor is better. Uh, until Where else are you going to get that kind of flavor to money value? <laughs> Nowhere. All right. <laughs> Why so are you s- settling for one flavor when you could have at least 23 to 30? Up to 30 flavors. All right. So <laughs> it's the Baskin Robin of soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Heinz ketchup. Oh, of soda. Yeah. oh. Uh, <laughs> All right. Are we, are we <laughs> done like now? Are we no, done with really this? With it. Dr. Do, everybody. <laughs> DrDo.com. Uh, so after Dude, they've introed and looked at his... You. Does anyone <laughs> want to talk about the looking at the apartment piece? I don't really have a lot to say. No, it's a boring-ass apartment. We kind of we kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then the first thing... Was it the first thing where they took him out clothes shopping? I think so. We'll talk about that. Well, the, the mattress shopping was the first thing. Oh, uh, yeah. So the mattress shopping definitely not a, a great first thing to show. Like no. I, I think it took too long, and like they didn't really explain like why until like they get more into the back problems later. 
Well, they mentioned the back problems. Yeah, I, I knew what was up. I'd say mattress shopping is inherently less interesting to watch because you don't can't feel what those mattresses feel like. <laughs> but there was a pretty funny moment where, like, the one guy was on like this super fancy bed that, like, you could put up in like a weird like your head up and your feet up, and it had like some sort of vibrate like mechanic, and they were just like all in this bed together, just <laughs> like just having a fun moment, <laughs> just just rolling around giggling. It, it was too hammy for me. I I like I still like I like the it was, fun moments. I fucking it was, hated that scene. It was it was hammy when it was the two Fab Five guys doing it. But as soon as Tom jumped in, it was all giddy about it. I was yeah. I was into it. I feel like Tom brings those moments together. Yeah. Tom is great. Have we talked enough about like Tom's personality yet? No, we have not. Tom is a real sweetheart. I like that guy. Yeah, tells more about his personality. Uh, that's all you need. To he say. thinks he's <laughs> funny. He did say that. Well, I thought he was pretty funny. I mean, he he drinks Texas margaritas every <laughs> fucking day. Of course he's funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's got lupus and back problems. <laughs> yep, yes. that's true. Both great parts of his personality. He likes <laughs> shorts, for sure. Yep. Especially jorts. He definitely likes, likes hats. Them jorts. He likes hats. We'll, we'll, we'll he, get to the hats. He likes cars. Like, they... They certainly make it a big thing in this episode that, like, he has this confidence problem and, like, they're kind of always, like, you know, encouraging him and being really positive and, like, hey, like, you know, you know, he's always saying you can't fix ugly, but they're like, no, like, it's, like, more of, like, a state of mind. It's not really about what you look like and it's definitely a big focus on that for him, at least. And I'd, I'd be curious to know if they do that much kind of personality life coaching kind of stuff in the other ones or if it's just kind of like yeah. specific to tom i think that's the one guy's bit that's like one of the dudes is like the that kind of coach yeah okay. technically he's the culture guy yeah so, that guy. so i kind of want to get into this so each each of the five guys has a thing yeah yeah and kamara's thing is he's culture yeah and i don't know what that means like <laughs> what does it mean to be the culture guy and I was trying to, like, during the episode, he didn't really seem to have a clear thing he was doing. He was just there to chat about random things. So what what, is, what does it mean to be the culture guy? Like, I, I get like what the, the life grooming guy or the fashion guy is supposed to do. Well, let's go. What are the other four guys? So the hair guy. There's Jonathan grooming. <laughs> slash real asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slash hamming it up way too much. It's so hard. Just get off the screen. There's Bobby, who I think was design basically like the home decor he's the the fixer upper chip yeah. and joe guy yep there's tan the fashion guy mm-hmm. and there's anthony the food and wine guy yep yeah so i guess we'll, we'll go person by person in terms of what they do sure uh so the culture guy i don't yeah i don't know what like, he was doing the whole episode. They each had a they each had a bit. So like Bobby was the guy leading the mattress shopping and obviously right. was really involved with redesigning the apartment. Was he the guy that led the chair thing too? Yes. Okay. Then there was, you know, Tan takes some shopping clothes shopping. We'll talk about that. Uh Jonathan gives him a haircut, which was the only time the whole show Jonathan wasn't totally annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and then Anthony, they just really show him Anthony showing him how to make guac, but I feel like Anthony gave him more dietary advice that they start cut out of the show. Yeah. But then I don't know really what Kamara did. Like other than just have a couple like, you know, bro to bro chats with him. And yeah, I don't remember and what, him at all. Was in the truck when they got rid of his chair and showed up at the haircut to say, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> but like I was like, What what are you what are your, your thing? I feel like <laughs> he might come into play in episodes that are not about fifty seven year old dudes yeah. from Georgia. 
That's fair. Like maybe that's just the same. I like I'm still not sure what he's gonna do though. Like does he come in and just be like, yo, your music taste is garbage. <laughs> I'm throwing all your CDs out and giving you new CDs. <laughs> that would be like, amazing. What's like oh. maybe yeah, it's like, like, I don't know. it's gotta link you to your culture. Like if you're like a Mexican person on the show, they're like, Okay, well now you gotta be like more Mexican. <laughs> oh maybe. <laughs> this actually reminds me of a, th- a thing I heard on a podcast once, which was the concept there should be something called a media personal trainer. Yeah. And so you go to them, you're like, man, I feel like I just don't know what's good on TV right now. And they're like, oh, you guys, I'm going to start you putting watching this. And I want you to watch this and let me know how that is. And just like, they're like, can give you advice on like media to, you know, yeah. yeah. Pe- on peak TV. When we're post peak TV, you're going to need that person. You're going to need that guy. Yeah. But like, you, you could do it for music, you could do it for other sorts of things. But it's like your media personal trainer. So maybe that's what Kamara should yeah, be. Yeah. You, you, get, you get stuck in a rut. And like, it's not like you're not interested in new things. You just don't know what new things to be into right yeah i mean that's where kamaro comes in <laughs> yeah like as a person that doesn't have too much to do it seems like he would be like the head guy that would be around for a bunch of stuff but he wasn't in a lot of the segments so it's like, like is like is there a head guy because like, like i feel like on the old queer eye there was like a mean there's like a mean guy wasn't there who kind of like ran the thing we went over that no one watched it sure okay <laughs> but <laughs> so you like, know Maybe. Who are you asking? I don't know. Well, I'm just, the audience? I'm just, I'm just wondering. Audience, send us a message. Let us know. <laughs> this, this one definitely seemed like pretty egalitarian. Although Agreed. I think Bobby gave like the intro talk and then definitely gave the talk, outro talk at the end. So I don't know if that's like he's slightly the leader or if just like they decided each episode someone gives a little ending speech and he just happened to do it episode one. But Bobby also did the heavy lifting on pushing the Abby storyline too. So like, there's that part also where he was talking about Abby and like, oh, like, ooh, I want to try to get them back together. And should, should we, we get uh, into the weirdness of this Abby storyline? Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. So Abby yeah. is his third ex-wife, and basically, like, at some point early in the show, Bobby and Tom are talking, and he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, I still love, like, I still love Abby, and uh, like, we're still on talking terms. We're still on talking terms, and, and she know, still loves me. She still loves me, but I don't really know why we're not together. Uh, but you, and you, you we still go ask don't her. Know why. We still yeah. don't know why. We don't. Yeah, we still know why they're not together. But apparently, it was like, she she broke it off or something. That's no, what it seemed like. He was smoking too many cigarettes in the bed. I think. Well, well like, and then she took that mattress though. <laughs> <laughs> like to be fair like they're talking about it and he's like what happened and he goes oh you'll have to ask her like that's also something you might say if you just don't want to talk about it like, i guess that's true so i don't know how much we can take in faith that she broke it off from that because it might just have been you know it i mean just the way that he talks about her like you know she's she's the love of his life and all these things that like it seems seems weird that he'd be the one who isn't who isn't into it but no yeah. no I, I definitely agree but like it's just I'm kind of surprised that they didn't sort of close that up a little more. Like that yeah. it's just like, yeah, they broke up and we don't know why. And they both seem to kind of still like each other. And yeah. 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 That was and a little bit weird. They're going to go on this date. Spoilers. We just, we should for, just talk about the whole through line. We can't be like moving yeah. back and forth. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I do think that like, it does provide them a nice bow for this episode, which I find kind of weird. Like he's already has somebody that he has like a nice relationship with to like have this nice date for the end of the show. I understand that makes a great first episode, but like most episodes can't, aren't going to have something like that. Well, for sure. Unless well, they like, unless it's set up and like, unless that's some sort of criteria and, to be on the show. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
I, I thought it was like I thought it was a really touching story, and I hope that it's real and it's actually working out. Like 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 the 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 whole end date thing was obviously set up for the show, but like I, I don't know. I hope it's real. Like I think I bet there's a reason why they picked this one to be episode one. Like I don't think they just happened to film this one first. Yeah. I think no, they filmed I a bunch, and they're like, "This is the one is the you make episode one because it's sure. got this nice sort of wrap up part to it." And like, you know, we'll go into we get the rings, but like. Tom was great. Yeah. How Tom. much of the show being entertaining is because of Tom and how much that is going to sustain with other episodes without Tom? Because like he was definitely the best part of the show. Yeah. I was, as we bring this up, I was going to say the same thing. Like Tom was definitely the best thing. Like he was fun. He like wanted to learn. He was like into it. He wasn't as hammy as you guys describe. I think he provided more of the grounding of the show. And uh, I don't know. I yeah. think that, as you learn more about the five people, I feel like they'll start to like get into it. You'll get into them and they'll like be able to anchor the show more. So I definitely could see why you need somebody else. That's like through line all the way. Good. Like good through the whole through line. Cause like you don't get that much time with each one. You only get like a, f- a segment or two. So five to 10 minutes with each one, each of the fab five. So it was like, as you get to know them and maybe they get more comfortable, less, hammy overall in the future they'll be able to handle take a boring person and be able to like have them on the show mm-hmm. but it would be tough having a boring person on the show right now because it would just be like six people you don't know they're all kind of like one's definitely boring and the other five are like i don't really know who you are you're hamming up a little bit like can we there's not a lot of grounding at that point um so i, I think it's possible uh so i guess does anyone want to talk about the shopping piece of so tan takes him clothes shopping and tan seems to give him some good overall advice about like colors and the fact that he has lupus so he's like reddish skin about that but then we get to the hat shopping the hat shopping was fun <laughs> hat shopping was great so the, the the two hats so so tom loves to wear is like this baseball hat and so Tan's like, we should try to get you a hat that sort of like shows off more of your, your face, not hiding so much. So he puts them in, like, we'll talk about like the hat that didn't pick for a bit. But, like, he puts them in this, like, this, what, how would you describe that other hat anyway? It's like a, like a bowler? detective bowler kind of. Detective bowler, yeah. Yeah. And they, they quickly move on to that one. But Tom is real into this George R. R. Martin hat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the big gray beard. And he it, it really. As soon as he puts <laughs> that hat on. He's just George R. R. Martin. It was he's incredible. Transported when it like he's writing uh, "Song of Ice and Fire." Well, like, he's, if he's George R. R. Martin, he's not writing anything. Well, he's written. He's like <laughs> he's he's pretending to write it. There's no way that the guy that gave him that hat didn't realize what he was doing. Yeah, right. Like, to be fair, like they didn't say in the show George R. R. Martin, but all of us were immediately like, "Oh, that's exactly what just happened." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't wearing the suspenders, but like everything else is right there. <laughs> Max's internet corner is searching "queer eye George R. R. Martin" real quick. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> No. Thanks for oh, that update. Man. Fuck this internet corner bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and yeah, and so that but unfortunately after this he gets his haircut 
and after he likes his haircut so much, he doesn't wear the hat nearly enough yeah. as he should. I, I really wanted to wear that hat. I wanted yeah. to watch a show about how George R. R. Martin what happened. <laughs> he gets a hell of a haircut. Pretty good haircut overall. He was pretty yeah. sloppy coming into this thing. Yeah, they really trim him up tight. Like get it, get it real under control. The haircut's a lot better. They like trim, and, like and they the don't beard trimming. Like they, they like he still like, has like a giant beard. Right, but it looks way better it's and cleaned it's much up. clearer. Like the edges are cut and like yeah, it's multiple references to Ulysses S. Grant. Oh yeah, yeah he's like this. You guys made me look like Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> like, oh my god! It. He loved that. He was stroking that beard throughout the rest of that show. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Uh, the first thing he says after he gets his haircut. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I look like Ulysses S. Grant." Well, he says it during the haircut, and then he sees one of the other guys later. That's the first thing he says to him. Oh, <laughs> man. He's so excited. He's so excited. And yeah. a big Grant fan, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, also pretty much from that point on, like he was definitely into like whatever. He's like, I'm feeling so good. Got this. Like, it's, it's, oh, yeah. Things are really good. Well, I'll do whatever you guys say. I think that Camaro's single biggest contribution to the makeover is at the end of the haircut when he walks in the barber shop, shop and he's like, oh man, like that beard, like you look amazing, that beard, like like, like he really, is like right at that right moment, it really seemed like he confirmed for him that like it, like he was looking good and like yep. from then you could see that he was like, I think that was his biggest contribution to the, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, he's all about kind of the personal confidence. Yeah, he's, exactly. At he's least for this like episode. <laughs> well, one Kamara moment I want to bring up is before they did the haircut and the fashion thing, Kamara announces that Tom's going to be looking snatched from head oh, to toe. <laughs> Tell me about snatched. So Kamara says that and be like, do you know what snatched is? Well, it's a gay thing. You should know. And then it doesn't come up again the rest of the episode. It's, yeah. Gay Leaves speech 101. Oh, yeah. It's gay speech 101. That's right. Uh, I think it would be like looking fine is what I think it is. I think it's swimming in pussy because in some <laughs> dialects, that's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Snatch. Oh. Would that be gay 101, though? I mean, lesbian gay. No, yeah. fair. There you go. Stop being so sexist, Rob. Do you guys want to give a suggestion over here? I mean, I, I think it's probably, it's got to be something along the lines of what Chris said, like, like you're looking real, real fresh, looking real fresh. I think it's like... You're looking so good, like somebody could just like snatch you up, just like just oh. like scoop you up kind of thing. It's like, woo, pick you up. All right. Well, according to UrbanDictionary.com, a very good source. Guys. A very good source. Snatched is a popular term in the gay community referring to good looks, fierceness, or something good. That wig is snatched, honey. <laughs> okay. That's a great usage. <laughs> <laughs> great example. Oh, man. So, I d- so that's, that's the top definition. I want to read the, the, the next two. There's like <laughs> 20 definitions here. But snatched is also used to take the place of on fleek, perfect, on point, or fashionable. Girl, your outfit is snatched. Okay. And the third one is to slay someone so hard, their <laughs> weave flies off into the distance. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> OMG, Beyonce had me snatched with her pregnancy announcement. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it always comes back to Beyonce's pregnancy announcement, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Snatched. Thank you, Kamara. <laughs> uh, so before we move too far away from the George R. R. Martin U.S. S. Grant, I also thought he kind of looked like Santa Claus. Ooh. Like, Ooh, like I, he I definitely has the white beard. He's got the nice belly, you know. Chris Kringle in there. The rosy cheeks. Rosy cheeks, man. Yeah, yeah. He's like the perfect like Santa Claus. Maybe that's his job. 
like without without <laughs> wearing the red suit i like i didn't think about it but now now I, it's definitely there I, yeah, I see it yeah uh so there was also a time where they were in the car i think it was i don't remember uh tom asked one of the other people this is on like, the way to the mattress shop uh, on the way to the mattress shop they asked <laughs> yes like, bobby bobby and jonathan was hamming it up in the back seat go, go ahead so he just asked bobby like he's talking to bobby about the fact that bobby's married to, and has a husband stuff and then he's like which of you is the husband which of you is the wife yeah and they decide which is a very inappropriate question and they decide to have a teachable moment with tom about how you know that's not an appropriate thing and then jonathan kind of ruins it by hamming it up too much uh <laughs> jonathan says in the back which is the quote i wrote down which is there's something about the moon and the sun. The moon is a female and the sun is a male. And, you know, there's a mix of both is like his quote. And I was like, sometimes you're more moon. Like, Why? Where you're the more fuck sun. do you pull that shit out from? Like, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy. Uh, Have we talked about how bad Jonathan is yet? <laughs> I've, I've been throwing like slight references to it. We haven't really dug into it. He's Max, please, please go here. Imagine a gay stereotype and then like turn it up by like 4x. That's this dude and like I think he's for real and it's just he doesn't seem like oh, I I'm going to be honest I didn't really mind Jonathan at all. Okay. I thought he was fine. I like I realize he's hamming up a little bit but like I thought he was more genuine than you guys are. He, like he's got he, this annoying ass hair that's super long <laughs> and shoulders. <laughs> And just likes to just fling it about all the time. His Beyonce hair? He can <laughs> shove that hair up his ass. Like, oh, can he? Oh, man. <laughs> he terrible. might have the length on that. Yeah. yeah, he literally could. It's too much. It's like to his shoulders. I don't understand. He's just like, he just doesn't need to talk about it constantly. Like, it, he walks in a room. He's like, yeah, I saw you looking at my perfect hair. Like, dude, chill the fuck out. He, he's definitely like, just like just looking at the camera and like flicking his hair at it for no reason yeah. multiple times. And that. It's like it's not the hair itself. It's just like his. It's his whole. It's the thing. way he's using it to kind of be this weird personality. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. I understand why you wouldn't like him. I just providing my opinion that I <laughs> didn't mind him. That's, That's okay. All. We're we're being meaner about him than he probably deserves, but he talks a lot. <laughs> uh, one thing okay. that I was like kind of looking throughout the show, like all of the Fab Five are like wearing different outfits a lot. And sometimes I'm like, are we watching that like mystery show again? Because some people look like they're peacocking a little bit. They're wearing like these like weird outfits that like, I don't know, like some like leather suit with like some random ass t-shirt that like, like really is this like we're supposed to go into you for style and this is what you're wearing? And like, I think Dude, the they're, hair they're is styling. also. You just don't know what style is. I don't know oh. what style is. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But like. I think the hair is also part of like right. part of that as well. We did talk about how Jonathan better be better at cutting hair than he is at deciding <laughs> on his own hair. <laughs> it's true. That was a comment. Oh yeah, I he mean, did the I haircut, mean, right? I he mean, did. I guarantee that that hair takes a long time to make it look the way that that looks, but I don't, I, I don't love the way it looks. I would say. <laughs> Could be better. Yeah. There was no uh, men's warehouse guarantee on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that where you get your haircut? No, that's where the like if there was a guarantee for I'll your guarantee hair, it's, it. it's like the men's warehouse. Yeah, but the hair version. <laughs> you don't like the work. way you look. All yeah, right. they, they couldn't guarantee it. <laughs> All right, since we just hated on Jonathan, who is your favorite 
of the five, Max? Uh, I liked Antony and uh, Camaro. Just like they seemed like normal, reasonable people. I agree. Those are also the two that I thought were the best. Uh, uh, I also like Bobby. I think that he seemed like a pretty, pretty good dude. And actually, Tim Tan was cool as well. He was <laughs> fine. So you <laughs> like Alvin, but one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby, uh, take it or leave it. I'm neutral on Bobby. I feel like I'm neutral on Tan as well. It's like yeah, he's fine. Like I'm okay with him. I don't have any gripes. But it's like he doesn't really add a ton for me. He didn't have a lot to do in this episode either. Yeah. So, so like maybe that one gets better. But like he didn't do when he was on. It was it was fine. Mm-hmm. There's no Jonathan situation. That guy. Like there's 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 this cert- guy off the show. <laughs> like there's certainly a MythBusters reboot situation going on here too, where it's like they're trying to fill the shoes of these people that are already really well known for doing this thing. So did they were they on a reality show to be on this reality show? I don't know. I hope so. But <laughs> uh, I think the who is the the shopping guy? Is that Anthony? The food guy? No, the shopping person. The who, clothes guy? Clothes guy. Tan. Tan. I think Tan was the best. All the other ones I'm kind of still lukewarm on, like I don't think anyone really, from my perspective, detracted. The cooking person definitely didn't like add a lot to the show, but who knows what they add later on? I don't know. I liked I liked um, uh, Kamaro a lot. I thought I thought he was I thought he was good. I thought he like he was good for this episode because that dude needed some confidence, and I think that like he he played a good role in doing that. So like, I like Kamaro's personality a lot. I still yeah. am unclear what he brings to the table. I don't know what he brings to the. I th- I mean, I think he just brings that X he factor brings to that the table. Confidence. It's just whatever the special thing is that needs to happen, Kamara right. can I provide mean, he it. He also got him to call the ex-wife too, right? Kamara was the one who goes oh, yeah. to call the ex-wife. That's what that's I mean. Right. Like he's just setting up all the life situational stuff. Yeah, that's he, his role. That's his. That's his thing. I don't get how you guys are getting. He's, it. He's, well, he's, it's just like they. That's they, what he does. They should call him a life coach and not the culture expert. Yeah, like I just think they call it culture, like for yeah. like that's just what the show was like. We're just gonna make it this, but it's the life coach. <laughs> yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. legacy from the old show. Could be. Oh, that's a good point. It could be. Like I'm sure that they do have the same roles. The old was show. like a life coach a thing in 2003? I, I for sure. So 100. Uh, percent Man, we should have done like the bare minimum research on the old version <laughs> of the show. Maybe. Well, no, no, we, we gotta already do it had to watch this show. <laughs> Not doing additional homework shows. What is, <laughs> Maybe we'll do crazy. that one in maybe a throwback month. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Hey, James, you want to do the old show next week? The old show? No, we can't go back. <laughs> a, that would be against some kind of podcast rules. B, I have no interest in watching any more of the show in any flavor or version. I think that that's a preview of some sort of rating that might little, come little later. Surprise. <laughs> Who knows what the rating is going to be? What? Let's bring this home. So they they take him back. They show him his new place, and it's been made much nicer. Yeah, I mean the outside has some things that you know, too much mulch. I think for me, but I don't know what you could do with that backyard before. So it definitely looks way nicer. You also want to give the guy something that he can take care of, and it's pretty easy. I think the mulch kind of makes it easier. True. He's got that nice grill too. They got him a new grill. That grill was looking really nice. Double barrel smoker. Yeah. I wonder. They didn't mention any smoking. This old girl. Does old girl smoke too, or is it just like a grill? I'm sure they all smoke. It's Dallas, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, know I anything no, about Dallas, no Georgia. No clue where Dallas, Georgia is. It's got to be like it's got to be close to Atlanta. I'm gonna say it's in Georgia. Yeah, we know it's in Georgia, but like, well, the Fab Five were were in Atlanta. 
That's so, what Fab Five Loft is. So every episode is Fab Five Loft in Atlanta, or were they like? Are they local to what they're doing, or is every know. episode in Georgia? I think it's all Georgia. I'm pretty sure it'd be just Georgia. That's just like Fixer Uppers, all in like that Texas town, Waco, Waco, Texas. One thing be. about Georgia is uh, it's very cheap to film things there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's where all the Avengers films are filmed. Yeah. Uh, you want to bring us further, Rob? So the other thing, it's like they 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 got rid of his recliners. Now they got him matching recliners. It's one for him and one for his lady. He definitely needed a, like a love seat in that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because like like the whole thing is like, oh, like you got this recliner. What if you got a lady here? Like, where's she gonna sit? And then he's give well, her a totally separate chair. Like like the shot where he brings Abby back to his place at the end and they're just sitting in two separate recliners. You're like, God damn it, they should have got him a love seat. No, no, like, no. Maybe they're playing 4D chess here. Maybe they're like, oh, I guess we can't recline together. There is that bed there, though. Gotta get on that bed. Oh, we yeah. got that new bed, too. New mattress. Memory mattress. foam. Memory foam. That stuff, ooh, get your back feeling real good. Yeah. Definitely stretch out that back. Yeah, <laughs> but like you made it clear, he loves recliners. They had he to get him recliner. Well, I mean, there's definitely going to be a reclining love seat. I think the his and hers recliners is a good move. I think it's good. Whatever, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I have an update on the Dallas Georgia situation. Hit me. Yes, it is 45 minutes away by car from the varsity, from Atlanta. So it's a, basically the, the like extreme suburbs okay. of Atlanta. I've got two things for this. Yes, thanks for James' internet corner. It's not in the next corner. That's oh, James in the next corner. Oh. Sure. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? 100%. I didn't say, hold on, let me internet corner this bullshit <laughs> and let me come back to you. I just fucking found out. I do have an update on that, by the way. Uh, oh, and then God. two is, what the fuck is varsity? Like, what the fuck the, is varsity? Like, yeah. Well, so you also don't know Max? No. The varsity. Why would anyone know have you, that? Have you never been to Atlanta, Georgia? Yeah, I have. I've been to Georgia, but not Atlanta. I've been to the airport. Does that count? There There's is a varsity, varsity in the airport. Yeah. It's, it's, a, a real, it's basically just a, a really famous hot dog stand. Yeah, it's on Georgia Tech campus, pretty much, and it's like a super famous hot dog stand where they sell the more Coca-Cola in that one restaurant than any other single location in the world. Holy shit. It's like insane. Yeah. You gotta it's, get a coke. It's there. like Harrison's Mecca. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's why Harrison knows it so. Oh well. yeah. It's Five <laughs> times a day he's looking at that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Man. Also, they have like there's something crazy with like the order, like the service orders there are nuts. Like it's like tons of people coming through, uh, and then they just they're just putting out the orders incredibly fast. Yeah. And they have the whole like what do you have thing. Yeah. 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 Like, what do you have? What do you have? What do you have? Just like. Oh, I have a hot dog and a Coke. Oh God, it's like a whole whole system whole system to ordering. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a fun time. It's some it's it's some fun. It's good and cheap, and dumb to do. Their their chili cheese dogs are really good. There you go, varsity everybody. All right, thank you, James's Internet Corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no damn Internet Corner. I just have been there. I just, just know about it. <laughs> well, after one it's a real life corner. After one great Internet Corner, Max, what's your update? I searched Queer Eye George R. R. Martin. Nothing. Oh, Me the man. only ones. Well, no. we're about to make a meme out of that. Yeah, we're the only ones talking about the show. Yep. Yep. Guess so. Uh, so after they show the chairs, they like, I guess we didn't really talk about the cooking piece before this. There's not well, much they, to they say. They over it. showed him how to make guac. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is one thing to say. He says, to make this guac really pop, I like some tanginess, so I, so I throw some Greek yogurt in my guac. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that, Max? He said he was a freak for dairy. Uh, Okay, so he said 
instead of throwing sour cream in my guac, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> I throw Greek yogurt in my guac. Who's throwing sour cream in their guac? Doesn't make sense. <laughs> what is going on the here? There, there was um, the New York Times once published an article about you know, hey, here's how to make guac, and at some point they're like, throw some mashed peas in your guac, and everybody had a what? shit fit about it. Oh my of god! They did. And this is very much on the same thing. level. So I am gonna people be searching put, this after the podcast. People I can put see weird the stuff thing, in though. their guac. Yeah, like sometimes you go to restaurants and it's definitely creamier than like. Most. That's true. I mean, it could that's be true. like a nice thickening agent, right. so that like you don't have to like spend eighty dollars on uh, avocados. Well, I'm definitely right. going to the grocery store right after this and buying a bunch of avocados. But like that's probably what the restaurants are doing, right? Because like it's probably cheap. Like the sour cream or whatever is cheaper than the avocados. It's a filler, so you can just yeah. add some more. You fluff it up, and now you only got to give somebody one avocado instead of two. Yeah, but Tom's not a restaurant. But he likes his avocados tangy. <laughs> Maybe. And he's a freak for dairy. Hey, so judging by the reactions to the guac, I, th- I think they're doing okay. That's true. Abby loved he that He has guac. like a very fancy mortar pestle set for that too. Oh, yeah. You got to have the right, ing- right tools to make the best guac. You got to have those stone tools. Got to have that stone bowl. Uh, so after they do anything with the kitchen, do they show anything about the kitchen? No, nah. yeah. the, kitchen. the only thing with the kitchen was making the guac. Yeah. That was it. I guess then the bed, they, the bed looks really nice. Then they well, put them in a yeah. suit. Oh, then the clothes yeah. came out. Yeah. Which I was very surprised by. There was a fashion show. <laughs> and then they had his daughter and then the daughter's son, who's his grandson, uh, there to see him in the suit. And also they gave him new glasses. Some nicer glasses were a glasses hit. Glasses were definitely glasses were a big hit. I thought they looked pretty good. Glasses were definitely an upgrade. Oh yeah. So I don't know. He kind of went from like some like really plain, like really kind of big, bulky, you know, kind of like nineteen seventies looking glasses, uh, to like kind of you know more like little edgy, kind of like black top frame, like half and half kind of thing. Yeah, it's looking good overall. They helped out a ton. Yeah. Uh, as he comes out in this suit, they see that his daughter is there with his grandson. His grandson does not look happy. Oh, no. That kid was pissed. He did not recognize this person. He was like, why is George R. R. Martin here? What <laughs> with my grandpa? Why isn't, he home finishing? why isn't he home finishing the book? <laughs> That's why he was upset. He is at home. He's just not ready. <laughs> just like George. Uh, so but then, the, the daughter loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's where they, they tie back in the Abby story. They're on their date thing, right? Like That was the first date, essentially. No. no? Sorry, the second date was the uh, the car show. There was one date. It was all part of one date. It started at the car show, and then oh, he was like, you want to come back to my apartment? You're I got right. some guacamole and new chairs. <laughs> well, before, <laughs> before we get to that, he comes out in the second outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his grandson was wearing the same shirt that he was wearing. <laughs> yeah. They didn't point it out. No, they <laughs> so didn't point it out. They did. Did they? they oh, yeah. They, made this, they, they were like, you should hold him. You're wearing the same shirt. I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Went right over my head. They, they definitely old. called it out. Well, so. uh, I also thought, like, is this, like, T-shirt and then, like, an open button shirt coming back now, too? Like, this is, like, totally back to the 90s in terms of... Yeah. Or is it just, like, this old guy can't be wearing... The, he's got to wear these skin-tight shirts, so, like, he's got to be wearing something over it? Uh, like, I don't that know. Seems I, to be I, this fashion that seems to be the fashion that he was like Everything 25 years old is very popular. And that's been true... Since I can remember. It's been true <laughs> for 25 years. <laughs> oh, Max is going to get popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean going to? It's true. It's so only going to go through. Then the they have this. 
I, this weird setup where they have all the Fab Fives at the Fab Loft watching Spied some some sort of video of, him of his day. Get him dressed. Well, first he had to dress himself to go oh, on a yeah. date, and they were just judging everything he was putting on. They're like, oh, no, don't put that shirt with those pants. Always going to do it. <laughs> uh, no jorts this time, though. He's, it's true. He, he was wearing pants, some, like, and he was like, no. Shorts. Then he put on the shorts. But nice shorts. Yeah, they're, you know. They, they were kind of horrified that when they saw the final product. They're like, okay, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Do you think you have to say that? Or like... I don't know. The or they, they, they actually give somebody though. shit. They're like, I can't believe they didn't take any of the advice. They're totally like referring to their own way, old you ways. Think so? I, I think they would. I bet that happens. But then he he did the the finishing touches. He put on the hat. The hat really tied that whole look together. It was definitely an, another level once he put on the hat. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got to start reading a song of ice and fire or something. <laughs> just <laughs> he should just be walking around with that under his arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the Mountain Dew and bottled tequila go. <laughs> I think they taught him to make nicer margaritas. Yeah, they skipped over that part, so we'll never know. So he goes to the car show, and he's like honking the horn, so everyone knows he's there and stuff. And like, like, oh, he likes getting attention now. He also has cameras pointed at him. <laughs> yeah. And then Abby shows up. He's wearing a nice sundress, nice oh, yeah. yellow. I guess it's not a sundress. And the pearls. Oh, I didn't notice. Pearls. Oh, yeah. She was looking good. Southern Belle dress. Southern Belle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll southern uh, up. And he was real excited to see her. There's a lot of touching going on. Every time there was a new touching escalation, the Fab Five had to make a comment about it. Oh, yeah. Some over-the-top extreme comment every time. That added nothing. I to find the show. this is a this I is actually, very weird. I actually really like the part where they're all sitting around watching the date tape because I felt like we were sitting around watching it with them and we were kind of reacting in similar ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I, I, did, I felt I felt pretty good about that. Was this part. okay with that section? Was it their version of having a podcast in the show? It kind of. It's I think definitely <laughs> a podcast in the show. Some sort of terrace out situation. Yeah. Uh, and then the and then he, he made the movie like he's showing Abby the cars the car show he's like maybe you should come back to my place check like, out the new pad check out the new pad he's like oh maybe you should come check out the inside of the apartment <laughs> check out, check these, out the, the his and hers recliners. His recliners Abby seemed into the his and hers recliners oh yeah this is as clean as that apartment will ever be <laughs> and as nice as it's ever gonna look he's gotta take advantage of it yeah. for sure <laughs> then he, he gave her some guac she seemed real into it <laughs> That all again, and then he made a dinner date for <laughs> next week, and it's kind of unclear what their relationship is because they're divorced, but they seem into each other, and I'm confused. We'll see. And that's how the show ended. Yeah, that was it. Uh, ratings? Uh, would that the would the show be better <laughs> if everyone was naked? I'm gonna say no. Uh, no. Which of these characters would do the best on the challenge? Ooh. Uh, None of them. Uh, definitely not Tom. Not Probably not Tom. He's out. I don't think I got enough of their athletic <laughs> abilities <laughs> sure. to really tell. Yeah, I also don't one. know how well they do with the Paula Dickin either. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing on that one. All right. Uh, James, you want to give us your predicted ranking? <laughs> ha. So, uh, the show... <laughs> My God. <laughs> Jonathan, I hate. That's been made clear. <laughs> Most other people, they're not actually that bad. But the show is just, oh, it's just, it's so, it's too annoying. And I, I really have to think this, this episode, Tom, was the only reason that I enjoyed any of it. 
So I'll give it a couple of notches for that. So I'm going to throw it at a seven. So top of the bottom. It's I like I don't want to watch any more of this thing, but like it, it it at least got a couple of like it was at least a little bit entertaining at least this particular one, but I think a lot of that was just Tom being a super inter- inter- interesting person. There you have it. That's all I got. Harrison, what'd you got? I've got I've got I've got a couple of comments. So uh, overall, I I actually really like the show. Um, so uh, I think that. I'm 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 interested to see how the how, how the new Fab Five kind of are with different people. Like, I I do agree that like Tom was amazing. Uh, I'm curious to see how other people that they make over are, um, but I'm optimistic about it because I think that like the this it was a really delightful show. Like I was expecting this Tom fellow to be somebody who was super resistant to 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 change and was going to kind of be pushing back on this stuff. And I was delighted to find that he was like into it and like wanted to kind of improve himself. And like, I don't know. I, I felt, felt really good about watching it. Um, I think that there's this, that there's an element to the show that reminds me a lot of like bar rescue where like they roll into the situation and flip everything over and like teach you how to do like a couple of things. It's like, here's this hat you wear. Here's a couple of outfits you can wear. Here's how you make guacamole. We gave you some furniture. Good fucking luck. And like, and it's kind of like when you have to go beyond guacamole in that hat. Like, I wonder how it goes. I mean, he got a nice haircut. That'll last a while. The, the, the haircut lasts about a month, and then you know. So like, so we I, need like a six months later. I wonder how they're. I wonder if they're really helping these people long term or not. Like maybe this is just just like the callus that they need to make some changes in their life. But um, overall, I really enjoy it. I, it's a top third show for me. I liked it a lot. So. A lot of these shows do like go back and say like, "Hey, here's this person. How are they doing six months on?" Yeah, some of those for sure. Yeah. Usually, only the people that are doing well, though. <laughs> like, if they're not doing well, you don't ever see them. Again. Right. That would be so much more entertaining, though. You're like, look at these people that just fell apart. <laughs> I, I do think that on that note, is I, I feel like Tom seems like he's really into it. Yeah. And, like realistically, all this is like gives them the confidence of the know how to be like, oh, every like six weeks or whatever, I need to go get my hair cut. Right. So it doesn't look fucking disastrous. Right, right, right. Instead it, of just like letting it grow. And it definitely a, kind of shows him the path and sets him on the right track. Like, you know, his like all of his problems are going to be solved because he can make guacamole now. But yeah, like, the, it's, the culinary <laughs> part is the weirdest part of this show. To be yeah, honest. It, it, it reminds me of Embarrassi when they teach them how to make these really like some dive bar to make some really complex craft cocktail. That you know, they're never going to fucking make <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like the dive bar. They turn into this high class bar yeah. and they're like. That's what it felt like. Uh, our clientele, what? Uh, yeah. We're, we're making this? <laughs> we're not making rum and coke? What, right. what is this? Exactly. Yeah. So what is that in the James ranking? Uh, I don't know where it falls in the top third. I'm, I'm going to keep it to a generic top third, I think. Okay. All right, Max. Give it to me. Uh, this show is aggressively happy and positive, but not in a like fake way. And I kind of like that. But I don't think I'm going to watch anymore, so I'm going to put smack dab in the middle. Middle of the middle. Middle of the middle. Rob, what you got? So I enjoyed the show a decent amount, but I I don't think I put the top third. I think I'm going to put the middle third. And partly it's because I'm, I'm interested how it holds up over multiple episodes. I'm not kind of convinced that it's going to sustain. And Jonathan is just the worst. And <laughs> I cannot uh, stand when he's on the TV. All right. Uh, I straddle the line between top and, and middle here. I'm, I'm not like, I, I enjoyed the show, 
But you're right. Is it just Tom? I don't know. I, 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 the Fab Five are not bringing me back, but I do think it's a very positive, happy show, which is like something that, you know, we don't see a lot. And I do think that, you know, watching the show, I feel more confident and happier. So, yeah. like, I think it's got to be top third in bottom, probably the top third if I have to give a James ranking. Mm-hmm. But I think a top third just based on those two things alone. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like the way that this show makes me feel. Yeah. <laughs> this might be the first time we've had everybody give a different score. Yo, it could be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the first time we ever talked about like how you felt after the show <laughs> too, instead of just like the show was garbage. It was, it was, it was really heartwarming. Like they like picked this dude up from like shit, and it like, and it's his life's maybe turning around. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I agree. I would, uh, I would recommend watching this episode at least. Yeah, you yeah. guys gotta like, you two gotta watch the like another one and let me know if it's <laughs> like you're like man. Tom was the only thing holding that show together. Okay, okay. Like, you guys are, yeah. Well. You're too much on it. Speaking of other episodes. Oh. Right as we were wrapping up and getting ready to start the podcast, we saw episode two is called What, Max? Saving Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. More evidence they clearly exist. Hey, Max. What if, can you give us your best sensual? <laughs> oh, is that a Jonathan Sasquatch? Like, what's going on? What if yeah. Jonathan was just took a time out to, to go squatching? That episode? Oh. Oh, I hope Sasquatch would eat him. Oh my god! <laughs> just just oh. destroy. Oh. Bitch had it coming. All right. <laughs> also, uh, I guess we want to follow up on our Bachelor Winter Games last week. Oh Ooh. yeah. Oh, did you watch more of this? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Someone I read. I read a. Oh. Re- I did hear somebody <laughs> might have. I read a recap of episode two. Is what well, I somebody did. in the room. Watched I was. It. I was just curious if they did the voting off like they did in episode one and they did not so like from my perspective that elevates the show a lot more than i thought last week for the fact that it's only four episodes and it's not like i understand the first episode they just get rid of people that are boring and bullshit i'm, I'm really curious how like rob's impression of this was we gotta so get rob's take it. on this so, so like after two you're halfway through the season i'm halfway how do you, how do you feel <laughs> It's going all right. There were a, like a couple highlights from from episode two. So the this this challenge was speed skating, mm-hmm. and so uh, surprising no one, the Canadians Kevin and Benoit and the Swede Rebecca dominated again, and like Kevin and Rebecca won the first ones. But then after they finished the heats, Chris Arison throws the curveball. The slowest people in the heats are going to compete to see who gets the date card. Ooh. So they 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 twisted it up so that the same people couldn't uh, dominate again. Huh. I, so, so it's I challenge style where they're just going to change the rules constantly. Yeah, so you had to win the yeah. loser's bracket to <laughs> get the date card. <laughs> I don't understand. So this is... Why have these challenges? I don't understand. Just like take them it's out. it's entertaining to no, watch. No, just teach them how to ice skate. Like don't be like, hey, just go out and skate in this race. I know you don't know how to skate, but well, have fun. It was, it was pretty good. Like some of them were like trying to learn how to skate and doing okay. And then Kevin's just doing the hockey moves and skating backwards around people uh. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> One of them couldn't, didn't learn skating, really just learned to walk on skates. So it was like was slowly stepping. <laughs> and then Allie wasn't very good, but Allie's kind of paired up with Josiah. So 
while she was competing in the race, Josiah would just come out and hold her hand and skate with her. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That's the great. On. Then they come back to the... Then, as they're leaving, Chris Harrison says, I got a surprise for you back at the house. And there's another guy there. What? New guy. Who was a bachelor in New Zealand. He wasn't a guy on The Bachelorette. He was The Bachelor. Whoa, okay. But I got some, some news. He might not be there for the right reasons. Uh-oh. Because he's infamous in that he was not that into the girls. And so for the final rose, he flipped a coin. Whoa. And they have like a full on like intervention sit down with him because they're very concerned about what's going on with this. And they're just like interrogating him. And like there for the right reasons is said like 20 times that's great <laughs> god damn it oh i hate, oh. that is why i hate that show i hate that yeah like that can't like, if that's the oh i'm so glad i didn't watch that episode and then he immediately just starts dating bibiana and there she's really into it and they're just great wait wasn't bibi dating somebody else last so week? bibi was dating bibi. kevin and there's an there's an off camera seems mutual breakup because kevin's talking a lot to our pal ashley i who was crying because Kevin wasn't dating her. And then Kevin just like, is talking to her. He's like, I got to go talk to someone else for a second. Then comes back and was like, yeah, let's just start dating. It's great. And so they're just together now. And Ashley, I is loving life. Actually watched a documentary about, uh, Ashley. I, Oh, what was it called? Uh, AI by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> is that a documentary? <laughs> That's a weird documentary, Max. <laughs> I don't remember some sort of big-lipped girl in that, in that movie either. Oh, man. I listened to the pod from last week, and you guys were talking a lot about big-lipped girls <laughs> for a it while. It was just like the whole show, though. Like Botox and big-lipped girls. <laughs> there are a lot of them. Ashley I, top of the list. <laughs> And then, so Benoit had had said some kisses with Claire. And then Benoit is now just completely in love with Claire. And Claire's like, ah, I don't know how I'm feeling. So Benoit has to quit the show. Because he's, he's in love. And if she's not feeling it, he just can't be there anymore. What? To, you know, make sure he's there for the right reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just Fuck packs himself. up and leaves in the middle of the episode. Wow. Because he's just that much in love. So he's a quitter. He's a quitter. Oh man, that, TJ. That Where's not, TJ? Not allowed. Those, that French Canadian Max. He ended up he ended up quitting. Yeah, but Chris Harrison, my hero, lets <laughs> that happen all the time. He encourages <laughs> quitting. Yeah, if you're not there for the right reason, he must be a quitter quit. himself. You better quit. <laughs> and then when they do the so they do the elimination and it's bip style. They there are nine guys yeah. and eleven women. Like and then find the, the bed. The nine guys pick nine women. So I want like if Benoit hadn't quit. Would they have still had ten and ten, or did they just audible to be like, "Well, now we got nine and ten, nine and eleven. We could do this." I'm really curious. So, but now they got nine and nine. So I'm kind of curious now. What are they going to do episode uh, three? <laughs> weird. How does Bip do it? That's what Bip does. We never no, figured it what out. Bip does is they're constantly bringing new people in. So they flush some people. At, it's like they'll have like too many guys, and then the girls pick guys. They get rid of some guys. Then they'll bring in extra girls. And now the guys have to pick the girls they want to stay. Hmm. And so it's constantly like you have to new people are being cycled in and you got to sort of hold on to people because they'll keep cycling more people in. This thing, there's two episodes left and they still got 18 damn people on the show. Is there a a winner? Yeah. Like, is it to whittle it down or is it just to be like, I think it's to find love, right? So like, why would you kick people? Like why, (laughs) who, who, why is there a winner? It's like, if you get married at the end of the show, you won. 
You get to get the gold in the podium. <laughs> if well, you uh, if you're like an uh, agree to just keep dating, you get silver. We'll see. Maybe next week I'll have all the answers for Ooh. that for you. Jesus. So you're in. There's only two options left. <laughs> Might as well finish it off. Yeah. I, I do enjoy the the bad Olympic sports. The next week, the Olympic sports downhill skiing. Oh no boy. way! No. I cannot. They, they got, were terrible at cross country. They got skiing. Yuki screaming as she's going down the the mountain stuff. It's great. Are Yuki still in? Yuki's still in, man. I but hope, man. I really hope it's just like they take him to the top of something and they're just like, "Well, find your way down." It definitely yeah. seemed like Yuki, like the the guy was like, "I don't know who to pick," and the producer was like, "Yeah, keep Yuki. It's kind of fun." But uh, during the the competition, this guy is doing real bad, and Chris Harrison's like, "Of course, Michael struggling as expected." And it's like, "Who's Michael?" <laughs> and he's not in the entire episode again until he gives someone a rose. And it's like, "Why is Michael still on the oh, show?" Man. Was he in episode one at all? He's the guy we said. Who is this guy? <laughs> he's not in the episode, and then he's also not in episode two. Man, he's cut. Man, that cutting room floor. He's, he's gonna make it. it through at least three quarters of the Bachelor Winter Games if he doesn't quit. So, do you think they turn this into a yearly thing? I don't think so. Because we had some news about our other show we watched, Celebrity Big Brother. I know, I'm in the Harrison seat. I got all the updates and everything. Yeah. So yeah. Google now. I'm not watching Celebrity Big Brother. But I'm getting the Google Now updates. Yeah. And apparently, it's doing decent in the ratings and might make it a yearly thing. Oh no. I just don't understand how people can watch four to five like days of this tv not is, just hours it is incredible how different the approaches are that celebrity big brother and bachelor winter olympics took because there's like bachelor winter olympics four episodes quick mini series celebrity big brother is on every fucking night for like two weeks three, three, like weeks. three, three weeks. weeks insane i might have insane. to check out the ratings on that yeah uh so like i feel like what might have happened with the winter games is they probably planned to have more episodes but they probably just didn't have the content. It just didn't pan out. Just like, you know, maybe they filmed it and they're like, yeah, this shit's not working out. And they just <laughs> ended it early. I don't know. Like, these people were terrible at all these sports. <laughs> I, I don't, I just, but they didn't start until like the Olympics was already on for a week or so. Yeah. So like, man, they should have to do like the big air or something. You definitely crazy. need to start <laughs> these stuff before the Olympics to get people to come back while the Olympics is on. Get him hooked. You can't yeah. just be like, oh, it's the Olympics. Let me just like jump over to this other Bachelor thing. I know I like The Bachelor, so obviously I'm going to skip it should this definitely other be show a, I'm get enjoying. Get hype for the main yeah. thing. You're, you're, and to be fair, that's what Celebrity that. Big Brother did. Yeah. They like premiered it a couple days for the Olympics so that you were already into it. I think you could even do like a couple weeks before. Yeah. So like, who do you got to ride that hype train up to it. So who do you think was next person out on uh, Celebrity Big Brother? I, who was Ooh, in don't the care. show? Oh, uh, no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. All right. Sugar Ray guy. But tell me. <laughs> so the, the Women's Alliance didn't pan out because Shannon Elizabeth got, got the boot. Ooh, done. And then Meta World Peace got his wish and got sent home. Meta World Peace is out? Meta's out. That's tough. The most famous person Happens. on the show? Out? That's right. Tough break, Meta. Uh, so I guess do we want to do our regular update, Harrison? We can do a quick challenge update. Uh... I didn't hear a challenge update from last week. We didn't have one last week. Oh, we didn't James have didn't one watch from last it, week. So we couldn't do oh. an update. It's true, wow. but we're all cut up. We've got a couple of a lot of shit big time episodes the last couple. I don't, I don't, we, ha- we had the reveal. I can't I can't cover everything. No, we don't need to cover cover like to discuss the Johnny Bananas reveal. We had a couple of interesting things happen. Uh, <laughs> what? 
You want to take it, James? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wh- what about we just each talk about like one thing that really stood out? For no, me, it was Derek K versus Joss. Yeah, that was yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, there's this amazing challenge fight between like Derek K and Joss, who is 50 pounds heavier than him, most likely. Muscle, like 50 pure, pound muscle. Pure loss. muscle. And uh, there's supposed to be like a five round game. This goes for 11 rounds without anybody getting a score. And then finally, uh, Derek K wins on a technicality, but a legal technicality. I don't know if it was a technicality. I mean, it, he was playing the game. It was. It was. It wasn't a technicality. Josh just messed up and let go of the thing. But damn, they were fucking destroying each other. It was really good television. Yeah. It was like, according to the tweets, it was like 90 minutes long. Yeah, Which I'm is sure. Like, These seemed- people were like, so essentially the challenge was they had to take a figure eight and get it on their side. It's like a figure eight so like, like a rope. Easy yeah. for one person to hold on one side, easy person for somebody to hold the other side. And it was just like Derek, which is this squirrely, just like never give up, never like let down. And Joss, which is just like muscle bound, like give me the hell, like trying to tear it out of his hands. And like he just couldn't do it. It was like yeah. crazy. Like they had this slow mo shot of like Derek's like grip, like almost letting go, but like didn't let go. Yeah. It was like it was very well done. It was all around. Yeah, it was amazing. Like Joss was like whipping Derek around. Like he was just like I mean just throwing him around this ring, and like it was yeah, it was incredible. It might be the best challenge elimination I've ever seen. There are a couple candidates for best elimination this Wasn't season. The, what was the challenge before that? I thought that was really Oh, cool. uh, the lube pool with Melissa yeah. and Sylvia. Yeah, that was an insane one. Yeah, they, they, were, they were fighting out big time in that one yep. for sure. Um, yes, we had that. We also had, they had this insane challenge where they had like six cars that were like suspended like this 30 feet over water they've ever done and like they had to like try to hop from like top like top of car to top of car but it had like a thing that was like spraying lube down on the cars too it was well it was just they said it was gonna be raining i think it well, was just rain yeah but they they said the I, people were saying that the cars were lubed up too so like i don't know where the lube came from but yeah yeah uh, i mean it looked like you couldn't get a handhold on any of it yeah it was crazy i like super dangerous they're just jumping again like multiple people hit their head and then fell into water a lot like of how pe- is that fucking what a lot of people just put their face right into that bumper of the car <laughs> and just fell into the well, water it's like how you supposed to jump off the slippery hood yeah it's a it's a thing uh, the, the, there were only two people out of the entire cast that actually finished that challenge well, so behind the scenes on that, where the two people broke the back windshield, that was yeah to that- get to get all the way across. They apparently got stitches, yeah, because they like obviously fucking cut the shit out of their yeah. hands, and so they cut filming, and then the rest of it was filmed the next day, yeah, where they put like plexiglass so they wouldn't break. No one could get it. like no one can make that like second jump that was like a little bit further. Yep. Well, it, like it didn't seem like Zach won because he broke that windshield. Like he just kind of jumped into the back of the car and the windshield broke and he pulled himself up. Like he was uh, already gra- like he was holding on to that thing. MTV like, Bananas said that you couldn't make it across. Yeah, he without did, breaking that windshield. Yeah, he's just salty because he couldn't do it. Yeah, he didn't. He, he had. Yeah, he got. He got to, like, to the, like the first or second car. I mean, there's whatever. It's a hard challenge. It's a hard challenge. It was an unsafe hard challenge. Yeah, uh, Leroy got knocked unconscious. Like by the car and he fell 30 feet in the water and was just motionless face down the water for a good good amount of time 
yeah. not pretty scary. I wish they would stop doing challenges with glass involved. There's no need. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that I do kind of like that it is exce- like that it is kind of dangerous. Like it's not like people are getting hurt, which is not good. But like if it was just boring challenges, like yeah. are you the one? Like you're watching this for the like in the challenge. Yeah. Sure. So like I, I wish they would spend more time and more like thought, like more creative challenges than anything. I mean, the car one was creative as hell. I've never even never heard about anything like that. That's insane. <laughs> Should have uh, been thought out a little bit better, but yeah, sure. there were I definitely a few. A few. Oh, sorry, go for it. I think the cars should have had like little uh, rock climbing handholds on them. That could have helped out a little bit. Just make yeah. it a little more interesting. Yeah, because yeah, you couldn't hold on to the chains either. The whole right. Cars yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there were a couple of injuries. Uh, Veronica broke her finger in that elimination against Anissa. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we. I guess I, did, I guess didn't set up that, but like the they basically had four veterans, these mercenaries, come in that like the four people that were in the elimination had to compete against the mercenary, and if they lost, they're just out. I thought that they were going to be in the house. Yeah, I thought that if the mercenaries won, they were going to take their spot in the house. Because I like warned you guys and be like, "Hey, watch out!" Yeah. But apparently, I think is mercenaries part of the show in general. Like, have that is that happened before? It's a before? completely new concept. Okay. Yeah. Because it seemed like everyone was like, they definitely didn't explain it at all when it happened. Yeah. And like all the contestants seemed to know what was going on, and I was like, I guess yeah. they're not coming back. Yeah. They're 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 just they're just hitmen there to take people out. Uh, so you had Anissa, Tori, Derek, and uh, somebody else. Who was the who was the last one? I don't know. Um. I missed Victor. No, Victor yeah. wasn't him. Yeah, I don't know. Cam? No, no. Oh, the, uh, on, the on, on the on the mercenaries. Oh, Tori Jordan. Jordan. There you go. Oh, Jordan just owned. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Uh yeah. I mean, so like the challenge. These last two episodes, of the challenge was pretty good. There was like a couple episodes of stinkers before that. Like as it, they don't do a challenge and an elimination challenge. I, I I get a little tired. Like yeah. it's just there's just not enough content for them generally. Yeah. Uh, last little interesting thing that happened. We'll wrap this up. Basically, Johnny Bananas had this scheme where he was planting these mystery notes uh, in in different in, in in girls' rooms and beds to try and like stir up controversy. So like it finally came out this episode that, like he was the guy who was doing it. And he got his sister before he was on the show to write all these notes in her handwriting on pink paper for all these different scenarios. So he has like this fat stack of notes that he can just dish out at whatever point he wants to to just sow whatever chaos in the house he wants. I, I think it's really great. To be fair, that was just the audience knows that. I don't yeah, think yeah. anyone in the house. No, actually. the people in the house don't know it yet. It was just revealed to the audience that Bananas is behind the notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really liked when he was talking in maybe the after show or whatever about the situation he was he basically showed up you know on set the first day and he's showing the producers these notes and he's like this is exactly what i'm gonna do and he's like you know he's basically saying i had no idea it was gonna turn out the way it did but it was amazing yeah for sure um but yeah it was really like he just came in with the game plan he's like i'm gonna do this just stir shit up and yeah. it you was uh, pretty like funny. i mean i i think that i think that there's some element of like if you're somebody who's been on the show before like you know to bring like a few fun or entertaining things so that you get some good screen time so that you make sure you get asked back so like you see people bring like you know like a bunch of costumes for like some weird costume night that they're gonna end up throwing or like 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 people bring some of these kind of fun items sometimes to just try and 
I mean, Bananas plays into the strategy too, but a lot of them kind of do it for like kind of trying to get some screen time. I, I think. feel like that Bananas play makes it seem like he could be a producer of a reality show. Yeah. I like, mean, like, that's just like what a producer would be like an idea that would come up with and bring. Like, if you like, I, I remember when I, we were listening to the Bill Simmons interview with Bananas, like a couple like last year or something, uh, he, he was talking about how he's gotten more into and more interested like in the production side of it and like because he's been around it for so long he kind of understands like how they want to produce the show and kind of knows how to how to play into what the producers want and you know you know probably knows when they're like filming something just for a storyline yeah he <laughs> yeah. knows how to play it up so it'll come across that way right yeah no sense to the right thing in the testimonials they're going to use in a in a clip or whatever yeah crazy kaylee's still there uh, Crazy Kaylee's still there, flying very under the radar yeah, since her vendetta got eliminated. She hasn't been on the actual show. Yeah. Like yeah. she's still there, but I didn't see her in the last yeah. episode. She at was all. in it a bunch when her vendetta was in the mix, and now she's kind of laying low, which is good for her, I think. I, I feel like Crazy Cam is taking over. Yeah, she's Queen Cam. Queen Cam. Yeah, but she's she's acting crazier than Crazy Kaylee on the show. Hundred oh, yeah. percent. Would you like some Twitter lore about Crazy Kaylee? Yeah. Give us Max's internet corner. <laughs> All right, Max's internet corner. Um, Bananas and Natalie is fake and purely for the show. Bananas and Kaylee, however, is a thing, and that will be revealed later on in the show. Wow. Spoilers. You didn't tell me that was going to be a spoiler. spoiler. No, the spoiler was coming there. <laughs> Correction. I don't know that, but that's... <laughs> Sounds like that was a spoiler. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Max's Way internet go, Max. spoiler corner. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Edit it out I, from your minds. <laughs> I also... I. Chris's rant right now needs, needs to come through. So the challenge this week recorded a 90 minute episode oh. <laughs> and it was the last 30 minutes was some sort of after show. Yeah. And I fucking after shows are the most garbage thing ever. They're but just this like in particular was real. I bad. didn't watch it. It was just like after show. All right, turn off. I'm doing something else. And I just want to go over like, after shows are just a network masturbation hour about how great their TV show you just watch was. Yep. And it provides no content, no context, no critical analysis of what you'd want, which is what you'd want from like an after show. You need to like actually be like, oh, this was good. This was bad. You know, I'd rather them do this. You get none of that in these like network after shows. And it's just like just a waste of time, waste of energy. Just like stop. <laughs> yep. Welcome to Chris's rant. There you go. Solid rant. I'll definitely agree with you on that, with the exception of um, I thought that After the Thrones, the the HBO show that they did after Game of Thrones is really good. I dislike it. Oh, really? Like so? I like, don't learn anything from it. So uh, after the yeah, they didn't do it this season, but last season, yeah. Especially so, though, with some of the cinematography, cinematography stuff was really cool to see, yeah. in my opinion. That's fair. That's, that's okay. That's other that's okay. Like, if you're going to take stuff, these, but. like, shows and, like, took, make them about how did this thing get made or, like, you know, more insight into characters, like, Game of Thrones definitely does that, like, you know, more on the episode or whatever. Like, those are fine. Like, if you're yeah, going to no, do something yeah. like that, but, like, the Stranger Things, like, after show was just, like, a bunch of interviews with the ki- the people that play the characters, but like not about you know the writers and intentions and all this stuff. It was just kind of boring and yeah. bland and like, look how great the show we made was. Like, it, there's a right way to do it, and they're definitely n- most of them are not doing it the right way. Yeah, it has been interesting this season with the challenge because they have been experimenting with different after show i like concepts, and they haven't seemed to found find one that worked. 
Uh, one week they had CT hosts an after show. That was a one. That was that a was one bad. one shot wonder there. Uh, and then this time they had like the the TRL the new TRL hosts do this after show. We'll see if they do that again next week or if not. If they were but. trying to sell people on TRL, <laughs> oh no, total request late night. Yeah, yeah, with Carson D. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we good. Anyone else got anything they want to talk about or say? All right. Well, uh, next week you can join us as we watch MTV's new show, Winter Break, to finish off our premiere month. Oh, man. This is premiere month, James. We're watching You guys keep saying that all the time. James, don't act like you're not going to like it like you liked Floribama. (laughs) I am excited. You say it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. (laughs) Oh, that wasn't also a real dumb bit in that fucking after show. I'm not talking about this after show. (laughs) No, it was so dumb. They had this wheel spin, and it was like all the MTV shows, and they were going to do a bit from one of the shows. And it's just like an all-electronic TV screen board. It just magically flips around on the floor of Bama thing, which they already had set up in the studio. Yeah. Definitely more bullshit and also, to pile on the Chris's I also <laughs> didn't understand the connection between the challenge and Floribama because they were just racing around on motorized old people scooters. Because old people I don't are know, in Florida. The only thing I like about it is it hints at them bringing in some Floribama people onto the challenge, which that I'm very that much would for. Be, yeah, get, yeah, get that guy with the hair. People on that show could definitely be on the challenge. Yeah, get that shoot, guy with the weird hair. The rat hair is going to be <laughs> on that show. <laughs> They All right. It. Well, please rate us on iTunes. It helps out a lot. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. You can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You can email us suggestions and questions at Who Put This On at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>